Welcome to a special standalone episode of And Then. This is Drew. Nadim is taking the week off. Um, so I decided to do something a little different today. Um, number one, I don't think uh, I've ever done a podcast episode by myself. So this is a little new to me. It's a little weird. feels a little awkward. Um, but I'm just going to get through it. And um, hopefully uh, you guys enjoy it. So, um, for those of you who don't know, the last episode I released, which, um, actually today I re-edited, re-released it, um, was the episode of Michael Jordan versus LeBron, MJ versus LeBron, who's better. Um, so I just wanted to continue on that. The way that I ended that, um, episode was how can LeBron James be better than Michael Jordan when he's not even better than Kobe Bryant? Um, first off, for those of, of you who disagree with that statement, uh, mind you, I made that statement just for the reaction. Um, do I truly believe it? All right, so I'm going to explain it this way. So, do I think Kobe Bryant is better than LeBron? Yes, but my opinion now, if you would go by stats and you go by uh, accomplishments, um, MVPs, um, you could probably say that LeBron's better. I'm not going to sit here and try to make up fictional stats about uh, Kobe Bryant to explain how he's better than LeBron James. Um, I'm just saying that, in my opinion, uh, maybe the more correct statement would be that Kobe Bryant is my favorite player. And that's why I put him above LeBron James. So um, for those of you who disagree with my final statement of the last podcast episode, I just did that for a reaction, okay? Um, so pretty much this this episode, uh, I just want to explain why I make comments like that. I want to explain why I get so frustrated and agitated and so passionate when, when um, I debate with somebody about LeBron James and and debating whether he's better than Kobe Bryant, whether he's better than Michael Jordan. All right, I think the the simplest way to start this off is why I hate bronsexuals. And for those of you who don't know what a bronsexual is, um, it's usually somebody who's on that LeBron James dick, you know? so it's usually those guys who thinks that LeBron James walks on water who truly believe in their heart that he is King James, right? Um, now, the same could probably be said about Kobe Bryant fans, Michael Jordan fans, but LeBron James fans has got to be one of the most annoying fans that I've ever encountered. Um, I don't think I've encountered a LeBron James fan that when he was telling me why he likes LeBron James or bragging about what LeBron James has done where I haven't wanted to... Um, throw up all over the place because it's it's just ridiculous it's just it's just unnecessary it's just disrespectful so my main thing about broad sexuals that piss me off uh especially um one individual that i tend to um have these constant debates with every single day which is why i did the last episode about mj versus lebron which is why i felt like i should do i i needed to do this episode on my own without any immediate reaction because I just want to let it out because I'm a fan of the NBA I'm a fan of basketball so I don't want to be dishonest right like I have my fun in games um I trolled 
um, these bronsexuals. So um, I'm going to take the opportunity today to kind of explain my stance, um, just give my reasoning. And hopefully for you LeBron James fans out there, you listen to this and, and you understand it. Um, I need you to put on some glasses and stop being blind witnesses and just and just look and listen at what I'm about to say, okay? So one of the main things that, that gets me upset is how just how basic um, LeBron James fans are and disrespectful they are when when talking about Michael Jordan and his era and what he accomplished, um, it, it, it's it's disrespectful. It's it's blasphemous. Like now, I can make the argument of you know maybe LeBron's better than Jordan. You can make the argument, right? That's a that's an argument that that I would say like is is a valid argument. Um, but LeBron James fans act like it's not even close. Like, like he surpassed him a long time ago. When? Was I asleep when this happened? Like, why don't you give Michael Jordan any credit? Why do you, you know, and then I ask myself that these questions, why? But then I realize a lot of these bronsexuals are pretty young. You know, I, I want to say on average mid twenties. You know, um, not a lot of LeBron James fans over thirty, and those fans, I even look at worse because it's just like, dude, you lived through the Jordan era, you saw Jordan play, you saw Jordan win, for you, for this city. Every single like year after year after year, took some time off, came back wasn't truly prepared for it but came back and just had the best season in NBA history yes better than the Golden State Warriors so the Golden State Warriors got one more win and one less loss but it doesn't mean a thing without the ring right you didn't win the championship so I can't sit here and say that the Golden State Warriors that season where they won uh, what's um 73 and 9 that they were better than the 72 72 and 10 Bulls that actually won the championship pretty fucking easily too right so um all I ask is for LeBron James fans to to kind of be fair here but because you guys want to just believe in your fiction I feel like I have to make some of my own. So with using fact, like I don't just completely make up bullshit, but um, I, I put my my extra, extra little stank on it to, to upset um, wh- whatever or whoever LeBron James fan I'm talking to. Um, but you do this. You made me do this. You brought me to this. I didn't want to do this. I want to give LeBron James his credit. I want to give LeBron James his praise because, yes, I, I, I will not argue the fact that this man has been the face of the NBA for, well, since uh, since Kobe, right? In my opinion, in my opinion, it goes MJ was the face, and then you had, for a second, you had Shaq, then Kobe, LeBron. 
Now that is a very arguable arguable statement, but that's just how I view it. That's how I looked at it as I was living through these times. So um yeah, big problem I have with LeBron James fans is you some of you don't know your history. I get it. You were like, you know, sucking on your mama's titty when when Jordan was in his prime. But um I mean you could go on YouTube, you could you know, you could do all types of stuff to try to watch some of these games or do some research. You know? Don't just uh don't just believe what you hear. Actually look at the shit. Um I believe my opinions are very valid. Um you can argue it because everybody looks at things differently. Everybody has their own perspective. Um but I just need LeBron James fans to just respect the history. Respect the history of Michael Jordan, um, the, of of what he's done for the league, what he paved the way for guys like Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. So for you Bron sexuals to sit here and just shit on Michael like he was trash, it's blasphemous. Don't do that. Don't don't come up to me and and and, and give me that bullshit and, and, and say, like like please because. It's it's disrespectful and it just pisses me off. And then then I I just I just get mad. Um, not mad, but I get I, I like to say passionate, not mad, because I don't know. To me, you know, getting mad leads to, you know, punching you in the face. And I would never do that. I would never punch somebody in the face over, um, LeBron James. Yeah, it's not worth my time. So um, so there's there's not just one reason why I. I don't like LeBron James fans, or I don't want to say I like LeBron James fans, because there's a lot of LeBron James fans who are my friends, so I'm not going to say I don't like you, um, but you're blind witnesses, you ignore history, or you have a very basic account of history, you have every excuse in the book for LeBron, through like, uh, you know, when um, 2011 against the Dallas Mavericks, when the chosen one became the frozen one, um, excuses, or you uh suppress that or repress that or whatever the word is he just refused to acknowledge it um him not being loyal and him just just you know going from team to team you know being a little a little uh a little ring chaser you know um you guys ignore all that you ignore the the fact that he turns it on and off um whenever he damn well pleases like he doesn't give it his all every game he picks his spots he, you know, you don't know, you don't, you don't know what you're going to see every game with him sometimes, you know, like, oh, he, he's going to get his stats. Um, but I felt like Michael Jordan got a lot of his stats when, when you needed it. Like there, there was a lot of times when, when his point, like his, his points were impactful. There's a lot of times when, when, uh, LeBron James would have just a full ass stat line and it had no impact on the game. You know, there's not a lot of them, but there are a few. So those are the things that I get upset about. You ignore the six finals losses. That's a lot of losses, man. I don't care who you're playing against. I don't care if you're playing against the Monstars. Six losses is a lot. You're winning under... Look, okay, you went to the finals ten times? Right? Well, I mean, you... You, 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 um... Lost more than half? Right? I'm not a math major or anything. You've 
you've lost more than you've won, right? And you completely discount Michael Jordan's 6-0. And, oh. and then another another thing that um, I always, I, I hear a lot is um, Michael Jordan didn't beat anybody. You know, like he didn't beat anybody? That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful because he he, he beat the top big names of, of, of the 90s. You know, during his reign of the 90s. And you're going to tell me he didn't beat anybody? I'm not going to go through all the names and teams again like I did in the last episode. But damn. Stop it. Um, Another argument that I always hear is, well, um... LeBron didn't lose in the first round. I mean, aside from this year, 2021, we lost to the Phoenix Suns. And you gave up before it was finished. I'm still mad at you about that. I'm still mad. Because then afterwards, what do you have to say about it? You worried about being the Monstars in, the, in your new Space Jam movie? Which, by the way, was absolute ass. Ass. Right? Me and my daughter like fell asleep like 45 minutes in. The most wooden acting I've ever seen. Michael Jordan was not an Academy Award winning wasn't an Academy Award winning actor by any means. But Michael Jordan was at least charming, you know? He was cheesy and corny. But he was charming. He wasn't wooden. Like buddy, there were a lot of times you were just standing there and I was begging you to move your hands or something. Do something. Don't just recite lines. But I get it. You're just a basketball player, not an actor. But neither was Michael Jordan. He was pretty damn charming. And granted, too, writing and directing was probably better for the original Space Jam. This Space Jam just looked better. The technology was better. CGI is better. Um, but I, I, I like to say that that that's a good comparison with Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Like, LeBron James, his movie was so... His Space Jam was just so convoluted and just all all this shit in there. And it was just like, what the fuck? Um, Jordan's was pretty straightforward. Easy to follow storyline. You got your characters. You got your comedy. You got your basketball. Uh, The new Space Jam. I don't know what that was. That was just a a two hour long um, commercial of WB patting themselves on the back. You know, I'm still mad at you, WB. This whole DCU thing is just pissing me off with you guys. So, um, this Space Jam thing just sent it over the edge. So, uh, fuck you, Warner Brothers. So, um, but let's get back to the, the subject at hand. Um, a, a lot of the argument that I hear is that LeBron, aside from this year, never lost in the first round, and Michael Jordan did. You, you're acting like Michael Jordan just got his ass kicked by bums in the first round like he was facing like um the the 2011-2012 New York Knicks or something right you know um the two teams that Jordan lost in the first round to were um the Boston Celtics were with um Larry Bird Kevin McHale you know Danny Ainge um, you know all them and they lost to the bad boy Pistons Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, Dennis Rodman, Bill Lambeer. So you're gonna you're gonna use that, you know? That, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's just disrespectful. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and and that that's how I feel when you guys say dumb shit like that. Um, but like I said, I I brought up the 2011 2012 
uh, New York Knicks earlier, but that was LeBron's toughest first-round playoff team. Um, I don't know how they compare to the Suns of this year, but that was your that was your hardest competition. So stop it, stop it. Okay. Another and another thing that LeBron James fans like to always say is Jordan and pass, and that's just a common thing. Like it's such a stupid comment. Did Jordan, was his game passing? Like, what, did he rack up, like, 10, 11 assists a game? Like, did he, you know? No, he didn't. But that wasn't his role. He He's a shooting guard. A shooting guard. Not a passing guard. A shooting guard. So what do you want him to do? Michael Jordan was one of, or probably is the best one-on-one player to ever play the game. He passed when he needed to. So you're going to tell me this man like averaged like two assists a game? He averaged 5.3 assists per game for his career. 5.7 in the playoffs. Six in the finals. And you're going to tell me he doesn't pass? Okay, LeBron James, he was seven uh, assists per game for his career. 7.2 in the playoffs. 7.8 in the finals. So he's about averaging about two more assists than Michael Jordan. Two. That's not a lot, but you're going to sit here and say just the, just the whole popular, oh, he's a ball hog, he doesn't pass. I didn't know that Michael Jordan scored like 90, 90 to 100 points a game by himself, 82 games a year and in the playoffs and in the finals. I didn't know that. So a lot of your arguments are not valid or they're just stupid, you know? It's like, could somebody turn his bum's mic off? What the fuck are you talking about? He doesn't pass. He won some championships on some of his passes. So shut up, right? Okay. Now, here's why I I put, or I, I, I tend to put Michael Jordan over LeBron James is, I mean, of course, 6-0. and 6-0 compared to 4-6. and you know, I mean, yeah, you made it to the finals 10 times. But what was your competition like leading up to the finals? You like to brag about like, oh, we beat this guy in the finals. Well, we had to, well, we, well, the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan had to scratch and claw through some of these playoffs. You know, it wasn't like we were, you know, like we were we were facing scrubs. We were facing some pretty good ass teams. We were, we were, we were facing off against a, a, a Knicks team that probably hasn't been that good and since then in the 90s you know Orlando with a young Shaq and Penny Indiana Pacers took the Chicago Bulls to the limit seven games in Jordan's last season with with uh, the Bulls seven games and we won that I watched it I seen it I watched Jordan dig I watched Jordan lead his team to victory did he score all the points no it was a team effort but with his leadership. And that's a key word, leadership. Because if you're going to stand there and tell me that LeBron James is a better leader than Michael Jordan, get out of my face. Go away. Go home. Go home. Like, get the, don't, don't come at me with that. What? What are you talking about? Another thing LeBron James fans likes to do 
is bring up Michael Jordan's wizard years. Okay? You forget that before he went to the Wizards, he was gone for about, I want to say, three years. No basketball. Three years. When he went to the Wizards, he was 38 years old. At this moment, as we speak, LeBron James is 37 years old. And to me, he looks like a shell of himself. Is he still getting his stats? Sure. Not in the playoffs. But overall, sure. But he does not look like the same LeBron James that I saw in Cleveland. He does not look like the same LeBron James that I saw in Miami. So, after three years, and mind you, he was like, I want to say he was an owner. I forgot what he was. He was in the upper office of the Washington Wizards. And I guess he, you know, like a competitor than Michael Jordan is, he's watching all these young guys play. He's like, you know what? I need to show these guys how to win. Mom, I think one of the, the issues was... Michael Jordan going to the Wizards, there, there was a transition for the league. Um, the league started getting younger. You know, the older guys started to leave. These younger guys are starting to come in. Um, you know, Jordan, I felt like Jordan was better at leading men, right? Like, he was, you know, like yelling at somebody and getting tough love and all that stuff. That works with adults, you know? Like, adults get that shit. They're not all going to get booty hurt. There are going to be some that are going to get booty hurt. But um, overall, they'll, they'll pretty much get it. The young guys, especially this generation, that generation, that early generation... That uh, when Michael Jordan was on the Wizards, uh, yeah, soft. They couldn't take it. They couldn't take the demands. They couldn't take the tough love. They couldn't take all of that. Um, I feel like LeBron James is better with with the newer players. Because he tends to just be like, yeah, a good job. And just talk shit behind her back. Or throw shade at them in uh, media interviews. You know, LeBron James has been sounding very selfish in a lot of a lot of these interviews after he loses in the playoffs or loses in the finals. It's kind of it's kind of um, basically the same thing. Like uh, he'll say like, "Ah, oh, it's just basketball." Well, I, I did everything that I could. I did my part. Yeah, you just spit on the face of your team. Michael Jordan, I always would hear him say, "We," like you know, um, we didn't bring it tonight, or um, we weren't able to, uh, you know overcome we as a team as a family so that's why I respect Michael Jordan more than LeBron James because it's like at least at least um whatever true feelings Michael Jordan had he always tried to present himself as you know like I'm a team player like yeah I'm Michael Jordan probably the greatest of all time but this is a team I'm part of a team you know I'm not winning a championship by myself am I gonna lead these guys I'm gonna do my part am I gonna do everything I can to make it happen yes so, um, that's another thing, you know, like there's just better leadership. Like leadership is on and off the court. I've seen now, I'm not going to say LeBron James has been a perfect leader with these young guys either, because a lot of times I'll see like, he'll get upset and he'll just like, I remember with the first year with the Lakers, he, he just sat separate from everybody else on the bench. You know, he just, he just separated himself or this year in the playoffs, five minutes to go down by 20 instead of just sitting there just like everybody else and just lose this game together as a team as a family you walk off to what for treatment you can't wait five minutes bruh your team is getting their ass kicked you're their leader don't just walk off you stay there with them because you guys are all losing together that's not leadership You want to talk shit about Michael Jordan's years with the Wizards? Okay, this is his first year. 
Um, his Wizards went 19 and 63. Second year, Wizards are 37 and 45, right? Didn't make the playoffs. But I already uh, talked about all the all the issues of you know like like Jordan didn't play like shit. He just he just couldn't he just he's 38 years old 38 39 40 playing against these young kids right. Those knees are hurting. That back is hurting. His fingers and joints are hurting. Like come on man. Like <sighs> he was still like averaging like 20 points a game. I'm surprised at that. He even had some games where he's dropping like 50. I I believe he's probably the oldest guy to to drop 50. If I'm not mistaken. I don't have that research on me. LeBron James' first year with the Lakers. At the tender age of 36. Wait, 36? 35. I think he was 35 at the time. So three years younger than Michael Jeffrey Jordan. 37 and 45 his first year with the Lakers. We didn't make the playoffs. We didn't make the playoffs, LeBron. You came in, played pretty well, got hurt, came back, and was like playoff mode activated. And then what happened? You just played us out of the playoffs. So that didn't help the whole LeBron argument. For a guy who already doesn't like LeBron James, you put him on my team, and that's what he does. Now you're going to talk about, oh, well, LeBron James was out. He was hurt. Well, when you're on the court, you need to give it your all. That's a Michael Jordan Kobe thing. He didn't do that. He didn't activate shit. The Lakers were 28 and 27 with LeBron. With playoff mode activated. And we didn't make the playoffs. Pandemic happens. We go to the bubble. Now, I myself have defended the Lakers championship in the bubble. It's a lot of people like to call it the Mickey Mouse championship and all that shit. But, um... Whatever, I felt like it was an even even playing field for everybody. Um, it was just about talent. It was just about skill. It was just about how good your team was. It was just pure basketball. You didn't have distractions of the fans. You didn't have outside distractions unless you were a clipper and you had a taste for chicken wings. But um, overall, all the teams were pretty much even. Some teams couldn't mentally handle it. The Lakers knew what they wanted. The, the Lakers knew what they wanted to accomplish. The Lakers needed to accomplish this in the memory of Kobe Bryant. So I've defended that championship a lot, a lot. So I'm not going to completely shit on that. You, d- you did give us that one, but how did you follow it up, LeBron? Hmm? How'd you follow it up? First round. Not to mention we were like the seventh seed. Right? 7th, 8th seed. No, we were 7th seed. 7th seed. We follow up a championship being the 7th seed in the NBA and losing in the first round to a team. Devin Booker, DeAndre, in their first time in the playoffs. It's their first time. They've never played in the playoffs before. 
Never. LeBron James has played in a bunch of them. And in that last game, when all that I asked is for LeBron to give it his all, man, drop 35, 15, and 13. Just give it your all. Leave it all out on the table so that you could just be like, you know what? I did my best. I gave it my all. Like you always say. But you like gave up. The LeBron that I saw this year, 2021, was a shell of himself. And I really hope you come back next year rejuvenated. Because... got us one championship you've been with us for two years you were supposed you were supposed to give us a bunch of them man I mean I would expect to at least have two or three right now but no you're one and two you lose more than you win that's why I get frustrated at you that's why I hate on you that's why I hate on LeBron James But the fans, they're fans, the bronze sexuals, the blind witnesses, think this man has just steamrolled the NBA with, with, with no hiccups, with no road bumps, like he's the perfect NBA player, like it's not even close with Michael Jordan, stop it, it's disrespectful. At the end of the day, you can't dismiss what Michael Jordan has accomplished, right? Here's something that these two have in common. The NBA changed the game, changed the rules of the game, changed the way the game was played to accommodate these players because these players were the face of the NBA. Um, in the very beginning, like towards the beginning of Michael Jordan's career, I mean, like basketball was brutal. Like, brutal in the sense of physical as shit. Like, I, I've never seen the, these kind of fouls that I saw or used to see. That happens now. Like, you're getting suspended for a few games. Like, there's no... You can't clothesline somebody like that while he's at the height of his jump. Like, are you crazy? You can't undercut a player when he's trying to shoot or when he jumps. You can't do that. But they did that. So they kind of fixed that stuff when, uh, you know, towards, like, towards the 90s, like, the basketball started getting less physical. It was still pretty damn physical. But, um, you know, you can't have the face of the NBA getting uh, clothesline every time he likes to drive to the hole. Um, and then how Michael Jordan, um, you know, adjusted to that was he, he developed a mid-range game, that fadeaway that everybody likes to emulate, um, that Kobe Bryant... Um, perfected um and then and then LeBron James you know like this game is tailored for a guy like LeBron James because um you can't touch him if you can't touch LeBron James while he's you know trying to drive to the hoop like what can you do really the man's like 6'8 250 260 I don't know big dude I mean in Jordan's day, you could hand check him. You could put your hands on him while he's driving. Now you, you breathe on LeBron and it, it's a foul. You know? And I'm not even getting to the flopping because I already explained that I understand the flopping. 
Um, if LeBron didn't flop, LeBron would get no foul calls, which would probably be what LeBron would want because LeBron, I don't know, he has like a, a mental issue with shooting free throws. So, but these guys are very similar, you know, multiple time MVPs, multiple time NBA champions, face of the league. I mean, we talk about the NBA, you talk about the LeBron in the 90s. When you talk about the NBA, you talk about Michael Jordan. They both put out uh, Space Jam movies. Um, one was more entertaining than the other, but nonetheless, still, um, similarities. The numbers, tw- number 23. Um, well, now he's six. Um, uh, LeBron James changed his number to six, which he wore in Miami, which I believe is for uh, it's for the six finals losses that he's uh, he's had in his career, right? So... So here's the hard part for me. Now, if I if I take all that hate away, if if I just remove all the uh, agitation caused by bronze sexuals, I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna sit here. I'm not gonna stand here and say that Michael Jordan is head over heels better, or head over heels is. Um, I'm not gonna say that he's. way better than LeBron James, not even close. That would be inaccurate. Um, Did LeBron James in his prime have a lot more bumps in the road and, you know, like, you know, U-turns and detours and all that stuff than, than, yeah, but I will say this. And this is not easy for me to say. But I have no problem saying that Michael Jordan and LeBron James are two of the best players in the NBA. A and B. And I will put Michael Jordan A because he came first. Because I'm pretty sure LeBron James has picks up, picked up some stuff from Michael Jordan. He's had to have a... Like, LeBron James is is um, a student of the game. Right? See, I'm about to compliment him. So, LeBron Sexuals, if you're still listening, just listen closely. LeBron James is a student of the game. So, I, I know he's had to, you know, like look back at, at the greats and, and try to take bits and pieces of their game to kind of help his game or, or you know, adapt it to his style, right? So, so the GOATs, A and B, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. And then I put like Kobe Bryant right under there, just just peeking because I love me some Kobe. Um, rest in peace, um, Kobe Bryant. Um, but yeah, I don't think Michael Jordan is better than LeBron. But by the same token, I don't think LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. I think those two in their separate eras were the greatest of their eras. They were the faces of the league. Or they were the face of the league. But aside from this podcast, you're not going to hear me say that. So, so LeBron haters rejoice. I do not think that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron. But I damn sure don't think LeBron's better than Michael Jordan. 